Guess which place is the psychopath capital of the United States, according to science? Now, according to Weird AF News, the answer is Florida, of course. (laughs) Maybe even according to science, it's Florida. It should be according to the, uh, you know, whatever police agency governs the country. All those stats coming from Florida are, are bananas as far as arrests and criminals and all that crazy shit. But no, it's not Florida. I know you were expecting it to be Florida. Because when I saw this, I thought Florida. I said, it's really gotta be Florida. How could it not fucking be Florida? And of course, it's not. (laughs) It takes a particular kind of person to succeed in politics, but the psychological traits that make for leadership material could be more extreme than anybody ever realized. What are you saying? Are politicians or psychos? Hmm, I buy that as well. A first-of-its-kind analysis ranking state-level estimates of psychopathy across the continental United States and the District of Columbia has found Washington, D.C. has the highest concentration of psychopaths in the entire country. Uh, I'm kind of not surprised about that. I don't know. You know, Washington, D.C. has popped up on the list of, you know, over-the-top crime rates, you know, in the past couple decades, so... um, But I really was banking on Florida. I mean, I really was. I mean... (laughs) I mean, if you've heard the stories I've done out of Florida, it's just, you got to wonder, I mean, where are these people getting their brains? Uh, So now this study is from economist Ryan Murphy at the Southern Methodist University, builds off existing research that looked at how the so-called big five personality traits are spread across U.S. states based on personality, 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 the cult of personality, Uh, samples of almost 1.6 million people. These traits are extroversion, neuroticism, agreeableness, conscientiousness, and openness to experience. And these are used by researchers to help explain the psychological motivations behind people's behavior. But some researchers think they also correspond to what makes people psychopaths. While some definitions of psychopaths classify the condition as being binary, either you have it or you don't, other systems define it more like a spectrum made up of variable levels of traits, such as disinhibition, boldness, and meanness. I agree with the latter. I think... I think it's a spectrum. I think we're talking about levels of psychopathy, you know? I know some people who have, um, who are on, on the autistic spectrum that they're not quite psychopaths, but they definitely um, are kind of sociopaths. They, they do not operate well in social situations. And I think, so I think we're talking about a whole entire spectrum of uh, mental illness here. It's not either or. It's not you have it or you don't. There's levels of this shit. Um, and you can see Florida is like way up here. You know, and, uh, you know, and perhaps my state, Massachusetts, where most people are fairly reasonable, is like over here. <laughs> you know, our accents are psychotic, but other than that, we're fantastic people. <laughs> we're pretty crazy about sport. Our sports teams will murder you over that stuff. But other than that, we're just marvelous people. Um, so anyways, uh, were you surprised about this, the Washington, D.C.? I was. It took me by surprise. Any, any of my fellow weirdos living in Washington, D.C.? Uh, and want to weigh in on this, and maybe you have an argument against this, or maybe you have some evidence on why Washington, D.C. is filled with more psychopaths than any other place. Uh, I want to hear some of your weird stories that you have coming out of D.C., because I really don't come across them too much. Um, Yes, yes, well, we're bringing you science, we're bringing you data, we're bringing you sociology, we're bringing you weird shit, because this is Weird AF News, and this is Jonesy. Oh, don't forget, call. My number is uh, the Google number, and it's I think it's free. Yeah, well, aren't all phone numbers free now? So 646-450-2012.
A Canadian child's distaste for salad prompts 911 calls. <laughs> now we, I covered some 911 calls last week. People were calling about <laughs> the fact that their pizza wasn't on time. <laughs> like, guys, do we need a, a, a PSA on how to properly use 911 calls? Well, this is a child, so you can't blame. Children do crazy shit. Uh, and, you know, a child that doesn't like salad, I mean, that's pretty common as well. I didn't like salad till I was close to an adult. Um, I didn't like anything good for me until I was an adult. <laughs> I was like, more Mountain Dew! I gotta wash down these M&Ms! <laughs> a 12-year-old child from Canada recently called 911 twice after being served a salad. Yeah, according to the child, that's an emergency situation. Salad! Woo, woo, woo! <laughs> Call the cops, shit! A Halifax District Royal Canadian Mounted Police release Thursday pointed out that this incident shows how important it is for parents to speak to their children about the appropriate use for 911. Yeah, well, uh, and also the appropriate nutrition that you need in your body. All right? I think that's even more important than the 911 situation. I mean, more kids need to be eating salads. That's all I'm saying. You know, salads for you, everybody. All right, guys, get on. I know it tastes like crap, but you know, find a dressing that's sweet and just throw it all on there. That's how you start. <laughs> Oh, man, it looks like my YouTube video is this blurry. Oh, man, I, my lens is blurry on this one. Let me back up a little bit. Uh, let me take this moment to tell you if you're listening to this on the podcast, then you can also see this on YouTube. Although it's a little blurry on this one. <laughs> but I'm still handsome as AF. I'm, ha- I'm your weird AF host, and I'm handsome AF. Yeah, the YouTube link is in the description of the podcast. Let's go on to the story, though. Uh While many people can relate to the dislike of salad at times, yes, I think we can. Uh, This raises a more important issue that warrants discussion for all ages, said the police captain. The improper use of 911 is an issue with all age groups, and it ties up valuable resources preventing emergency first responders from dealing with real emergencies. Yes, I said this previously on on the podcast because I've come across so many issues of people calling 911 who are idiots. They don't know the proper usage of 911. They just dial it because it's quick and easy. They call 911 when they're like, I can't find my remote. And they call 911. They're like, how do you use Tinder? Is it sw- how do I do this? <laughs> they call 911. Yes, you're preventing them from taking real calls. This is what, this is endangerment. Okay? There's limited resources, right? Especially when it comes to like services that are free to help us. It's lim- they have limited resources because our governments don't give a shit about us on some level. <laughs> they don't want to fund these agencies properly. All right, now let me stop there because I could go on a whole rant on that shit. Um, The incident occurred on Tuesday in Nova Scotia when the child made a 911 call stating that their grandmother made a salad they did not like. All right, well, that doesn't necessarily mean the child never likes salad, but this particular salad was like, no, I don't like this particular one. (laughs) She didn't put the croutons on that I so love. She put anchovies on the Caesar salad. Why? Who would do such a thing? By the way, while we're on that topic, where the hell does anchovies go? come on the Caesar salad? I mean, wh- when did this happen? I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Stupid. Bizarre. No, you don't need fish on a salad. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Before the police arrived, the child again called to ask when they would be arriving and said again that he did not like the salad. I blame the grandma. What are you letting them make the, make calls for about this? Can't you just you see the child calling someone and talking about the salad, and you 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 just let this happen twice? You let it happen twice, grandma. Like, hang up the phone and make the child eat the salad. That's what happened to me when I was a kid. I was made to do shit I didn't want to do. It's part of being a kid. All right, we have a whole generation of kids coming up that 
aren't being made to do things they don't want to do. And we see the kind of jerks they're turning into. (laughs) Make them do shit they don't want to do. It's good for their character. It's called building character. You don't like it? Tough. Eat it. That's what I was told. Look what happened to me. Now I'm a very successful... Uh, broke ass host of a podcast that that has uh, eighteen legitimate followers. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. In other bizarre nine one one calls, a five year old from Mississippi called police last Christmas to prevent the Grinch from stealing Christmas after reading how the Grinch stole Christmas. All right, <laughs> this is like another reason. Don't. Oh boy, the nine one one that nine one one dispatcher got the boy's father on the phone who scolded the son. But police still actually came to the home to let the boy know that the Grinch wouldn't steal Christmas. Well, that's on you, police, okay? That's a waste of your resources. You decided to go to the house and tell the kid, you know, in person. You didn't have to do that, all right? You could have just told him over the phone. Also, last December, a Florida man called 911 twice to complain about the size of his steamed clam dinner order being too small. (laughs) These steamed clams are too small. I'm calling 911. And it's in Florida. Yeah, I mean, the, the people... People call 911 for these reasons. I mean, you've got to be... I mean, can't you just arrest these people? It's just, they're just arrest them. They're just... They're slowing down the progress here, guys. They're slowing down. Their bad brains are just clogging up the pipeline to progress in our culture. <laughs> That's just my opinion. <laughs> hey, I want to know your opinion about all sorts of shit. Or if you've got an article you want me to cover, call me. All right? My number is 646-450-2012. Email funnyjones at gmail.com. You can DM me at, uh, at funnyjones on Instagram and at... Funny Jones on the Twitter or Comedian Jonesy on the Facebook. <laughs> How do you like my Italian accent? I have the Facebook. <laughs> this is a story about revenge, and I love it. A diner closes, and then it snaps back at the people who left bad reviews on Facebook. <laughs> I love that. I love it because I get bad reviews all the time, and I would love to snap back at these people, but I don't. I don't. I just move along with my life. <laughs> but, but if I had to close down Weird AF News, you better believe I'll snap back at those bad reviews. So if a restaurant responds to a bad online review, it's usually with something along the lines of like, we're very sorry that you didn't have an excellent experience. We will improve our staff service training and hope you'll give us another try. We'll put candy in the lobby and we'll hold your grandma's hand next time you bring her here. Well, not this time. <laughs> The Dome Grill opened in St. Petersburg in 1991, and long before dealing with public online reviews became a fact, um, long, long before, what am I talking about? Long before online reviews became a thing, they were running a restaurant. But by the time the Greek diner closed for good on Monday, hundreds of people had left mostly positive reviews via Facebook's five-star rating, praising their pancakes, praising their heroes. I think I said that right. You know, I dated a Greek girl. Heroes. I love Greek food, by the way. Overall, the place had a 3.7 rating. That's pretty good. Many commented that they were sad to see it go. Those weren't the reviews that Kostas Kamalakos, age 29, was thinking about when he realized the restaurant his father owned and which he ran the Facebook page for no longer had to be polite to angry customers on social media. Oh, yes, Kostas Kamalakos. He became a Spartan warrior and struck down these bad reviews. He was thinking about the one and two star reviews. And obviously those are online too. And dealing with online reviews can be frustrating for owners since anyone can post anything they want about your business. That's right. You get, and mostly people that post, uh, it seems to me they're, uh, the, the bad reviewers go and post, but not all the good reviewers post a good review. In other words, most of the satisfied customers don't write a review on it. They just leave satisfied. Um, 
the people that are dissatisfied, a lot of them will then make the extra effort to post reviews about it. So that's why you get a, an, an, a disproportionate number of bad reviews because um, the good reviews, they, they have review apathy because they had a great experience and there's no need to go anything. You know, they don't have to think about it again, you know? Um, so a lot of bad reviews. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously the owners of these businesses deal with them politely and um, they try to have the fake one removed, the fake ones removed because there are fake reviews as well. One thing they don't usually do though is, is respond to those angry customers they disagree with in a way that's totally unfiltered. But that's what Costas Karamakalos did. And he told the Tampa Bay Times, hell yeah, it felt good. Using the restaurant's official Facebook account, he went back and responded to complaints going back years. Oh, I love this guy. This guy's a hero of mine. Uh, and he told them what was really on his mind. Uh, here's, here's a review. Someone wrote, I will not go back there. I wanted two pancakes and a side of corned beef hash. I asked for honey because I cannot eat syrup. The guy at the register tells me it comes with syrup. If you want honey, you have to pay for it. Are you seriously charging me for honey? Oh, boy. Then... This guy wrote back, oh, poor you. Maybe we should have given you a free coffee and free juice, too. Uh, <laughs> and then a swear. <laughs> it takes to fill, it takes, it takes your breakfast free while you're at it. And, and, and give you your breakfast free while you're at it, LOL. Okay, I messed that one up, but you get the gist of it. Someone else wrote, uh, by the time my food got to me, my omelet was cold. The bacon was cold and stiff. The cheese on both my grits and omelets was stiff and cold. Not to mention the grits were so gritty. They forgot my toast. 30 minutes went by. I sent my brother back to the counter. The young lady said, oh, I forgot and gave me extra toast. After the fact, I was done with my food. Only thing good was was the food for my kids. Blah, blah, blah. Going back? Hell no. Then the, the grill wrote back, cold is your attitude. So happy we never have to deal with people like you again. You'll never be happy with the service you receive anywhere. It's just how you are made. <laughs> And then they wrote, cool story, bro. Now shove it where the sun don't shine. Ah! <laughs> I love it. Someone else wrote, worst decision in a long time. Coming here to eat. Tried to explain politely to the owner that one out of the eight meals we had ordered had something wrong with it. The owner was extremely rude and was insulting. Insisted there was nothing wrong with the food. Blah, 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 blah. Then the, then the, the grill wrote back on Facebook. Enjoy overpriced breakfast and a snobby ambiance because we out and we very happy to be out. Haha, <laughs> 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 screw customer service. Customer service is no, no longer our priority, buddy. We're more worried about being happy and being surrounded by happy people. Bye-bye, big complainer. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I love this, though. I really, you got to give the credit to this guy. He really got loose and, you know, let him know what he felt after the place closed down. I would do something like this, totally. Although, I got to be honest with you, I would have trolled them the whole time I worked there. I mean, that's just what I would do because I just love that kind of stuff. Um, although, I don't really troll my haters. Uh, although, uh, someone on YouTube was like, they gave me a real bad insult about uh, how my delivery and how, how I'm not funny. Oh, they were like, the most unfunny. And then I wrote back, Thanks so much for the feedback. I'll definitely try harder. Which <laughs> is a wise-ass response. But I, I feel like I got to say something. Uh, anyways, I loved it. I loved it. And uh, I was going to ask if you guys want to call in about this. But there's really nothing to talk about, I guess. I don't know. Do you, uh, do, are you one of those people, though, I guess we could ask? Are you one of those people that writes bad reviews? Uh, I've written some really funny Yelp reviews that I should read on Weird AF News because I think you guys would totally dig it. My Yelp reviews, some of them are so funny. And that's something I could read on here to totally amuse you. I think you might like that. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Hey, follow me on Instagram because I'm doing some crazy shit this week. And you might want to watch that in my Instagram stories. You can follow me at 
Funny Jones. Yeah, F-U-N-N-Y-J-O-N-E-S. It's like funny bones, but with a J. That's what I tell people who can't spell. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Jonesy, Weird AF News. Uh, I got a lot of calls. I want to thank those who did. Uh, Michael had a nice uh, moment of praise for me. Jay from Sacramento, always hilarious. Uh, James from Texas. Mishka. David Fox. Um, so many people calling in about the medical marijuana and as it's related to uh, owning a gun and that recent court decision that I covered yesterday about how um, if you have a medical marijuana card, you aren't allowed to buy uh, a firearm. So uh, it was obviously a hot topic, and so uh, you guys weighed in on that, and I want to thank you. That was fantastic. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, The calls are rather long, though. I think there's probably about 10 minutes of calls, so I'm putting them at the end. So if you're not interested in listening to the calls, you can just end this podcast now. So I just want to give you a heads up. (laughs) If you want to call me, uh, on anything, uh, 646-450-2012. You can email me funnyjones at gmail.com and follow me on social media at funnyjones. Love you guys. Jonesy, I feel like you put that up there for me today. It's a shame you don't have time to discuss it because, oh my goodness, you're so on point today. My favorite saying is, Plants, not pills. I want to have a a shirt that says hashtag plants, not pills. Because, I mean, people who are drunk are going to go up in arms over anything at a moment's notice, are ready to go to blows. People who are smoking weed, I've heard about people getting their license pulled in certain states because they have a medical marijuana card. I visit Fox and my wife, Foxy Lady have medical marijuana cards. So absolutely, we are concerned about the situation. I don't own any guns because, let's be honest, I'm a pothead, whatever. (laughs) But uh, if I wanted to buy a gun, that would suck if I couldn't because I think that's my right as an American. Anyway, I just had to sound off, and I decided to call your 646 number. You're doing a wonderful job, man. I love you. Love your show. Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael calling, and I'm just throwing some praise and admiration and kudos your way. You were giving yourself a hard time and, and saying you needed to agree to pronounce some of the words that you had in your most recent report. You were wondering if you got the pronunciation of Jakarta correct as the capital of Indonesia. You did it just fine, and, and some of these little geographical areas and districts in these foreign countries, they're tough for anyone to get. So don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself a break. Um, you uh, further went on to impress with uses of terms like equivocate and funerary practices. Man, that was impressive. But uh, you, you uh, prove yourself every day with your practical, common sense knowledge and take on things. Uh, just your free flow conversations and monologues that you have, those aren't scripted. Those aren't prepared. The way you just go on and speak, uh, right off the top of your mind and just go on for extended periods of time, that's, uh, admirable and you should, uh, be proud of yourself for that. I mean, it's not like our president or something who can't hardly construct a sentence. You, uh, on the other hand, have these 
big, huge stories that are beautiful. And, uh, you know, whether it's a story about a Russian wife who buries her husband in the garden or a China uh, story about, uh, you know, specific walkways for people who can't look up for their cell phone, you manage to do it without uh, respective collusion or tariffs imposed. So just keep on doing what you're doing with the weird stuff. We love it and we love you. And given the choice between listening to your podcast or watching it with uh, background or you shirtless, well, we'll take you shirtless. All right, Jonesy, give up the good work. Hey, Jonesy. This is your avid loyal listener down here in Texas. This is James. Just wanted to comment on a couple of things you brought up today. Number one, about the marijuana. Now, listen, I'm far from a pothead. However, I am very much for pro-marijuana because some of us who have disabilities, such as I and my wife, it really helps us to relax when we become um, uh, spastic because of our disabilities, you know, uh, involuntary muscle movements and things like that. So it's very useful in that manner. Of course, you know, there's a lot of other good uses of it um, for people who are very ill and such cases as cancer and things like that. So um, I'm I'm very much for it, just like you are. Number two, um, about the the um, subject of, um, of uh, spiteful people wrecking um, other people's uh, careers. Uh, I think sometimes I just think it's just uh, uh, really is a spiteful thing uh, for them to do it. Uh, just here recently, uh, you may have heard what happened with uh, Chris Hardwick. Um, you know, his ex-girlfriend, you know, is now coming out and saying that uh, she abused her. Uh, but we don't really know. I mean, because it's just word against word. <clears throat> um, I always saw Chris as a nice guy, the way he came across everywhere that I've seen him. Uh, of course, we don't know about his public life, but uh, I'm not going to judge him on somebody's just word without some sort of hard evidence. And I think that we need to learn not to do that because we can really wreck people's lives that, that way. And careers and lives can be shattered um, because of it. So those are my things. And one more question. I want to know what AF means in weird AF news. Could you please explain that for me? Jonesy, have a great day. And keep the laps coming. We love hearing from you. Okay? Take care, Jonesy. Bye. Hey, Jonesy. This is Mishka. Um, so I listened to your podcast today about marijuana, and I kind of just realized that, like, something you probably didn't touch on was the fact that the reason that they want to make it illegal for people to buy guns when they have their medical marijuana card is basically because they've already told you that they have a medical reason why they need marijuana. So the reasoning behind that is that if you have something medically wrong with you, you shouldn't be purchasing the gun. 
Now, I personally don't think that if you smoke weed, you shouldn't buy a gun, because I, <laughs> I smoke weed, and I live here in California, and I work at dispensary. But something that I don't think a lot of people are paying attention to, at least here in California, is, like, all these new laws in regards to the, the new marijuana laws pretty much out here. Um, right now, they're basically trying to put everything, like, where it's scanned from seed to customer. So now everybody's name in California is going to be in a database, which basically says, hey, look, me right here, I smoke weed. So I don't know if this ruling is going to affect that, but it's something that we should all look at or at least consider. Um, I'm not sure if that's kind of why they have that system in place, but it just kind of bothers me. Um, sorry, I'm out of breath. I'm just walking right now, but uh, this just really weighed heavy on my mind because a lot of people don't really think about these things, and these new marijuana laws are really going to fuck us over, like, really bad. <laughs> and if they're going to have this ruling in the court, it's basically going to enforce that, and I really think that we need to fight as pot smokers all over the world to basically say that you can't just take away our guns because we smoke pot. I think that if there's something medically wrong with you, sure, definitely, I'm down with that. Like, obviously, if you're smoking pot because you have depression and anxiety and things like that, which you can help with, I don't think you should have a gun because you're depressed and anxious. And I don't think that's a good idea. But mental health needs to be addressed in large part as a bigger issue before um, before we try to say immediately that you can't purchase a gun just because you have your medical marijuana recommendation. Um, I just don't know, like I said, if this is going to affect people in legal states that have purchased marijuana. Hey, Jonesy, it's your fellow weirdo from Sacramento, Jay. Just calling, leave comments on uh, can you love a murderous woman? <clears throat> well, here's how it goes. I figured out, you know, because there's definitely a whole bunch of different kind of people out there. So a good scenario for that would be, hey, I found a skull in the garden. Honey, what's this skull that I found in the garden? She comes up, yeah, baby, it's, I need to tell you this, it's my former lover, and I had to kill him, blah, 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 and you wonder, what do you do? Well, in some situations, a tear will come to the man's eye, he'll say, baby, we have to talk. He takes her to the garage, opens up his toolbox, and the skull of his ex-girlfriend is in the toolbox. They kiss in a loving embrace, have sex on the floor, and live happily ever after. It could happen. <laughs>